Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. Join host Dan Melnick and Kasim Masood as they explore big ideas, limitless possibilities, and engage with visionaries, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who dare to dream big, get inspired, motivated, and find practical tips for personal growth. Think big, dream bigger, and ignite your potential. All right, welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim, and our guest today is Arthur. So, Arthur, you want to go ahead and tell us where you live and what you do for a living? Uh, I live in Dallas, Texas, and um, I'm a real estate broker, and we do development and brokerage for uh, really our main clients are high net worth individuals, and we're kind of like their third-party real estate department that... uh, that does all the work for them. So our typical client is somebody like a physician or an attorney or somebody like that, that we do all their real estate. So meaning we do their office space. We also do their homes and we also do their investments. Awesome. So how did you get your job? Um, I don't know. I don't really call it a job. It's more of a, um, just something I started working on and started doing. And then uh, more and more people needed to the use of my services. And so they, kept asking me for for help in reg- in that regard and I just kind of found a niche and something that not a lot of people do a lot of people either focus solely on commercial or solely on um residential and what we do is more look like look at their portfolio and kind of help them on everything that the person needs so it's kind of like a, having a third party real estate department which most big companies will have but it's very difficult to afford one and uh, most investors, most uh, you know, high net worth individuals re- really need somebody like that on their um, on their payroll. But w- because we, the way we do our uh, make our money on fees, uh, they don't have to pay us a payroll. We just kind of work with them uh, on order. What's your biggest challenge in starting this business? It's kind of the marketing. Probably is the biggest challenge is getting letting uh, more and more people out there kind of know what you. Uh, what you specialize in and what you do when you when you tell somebody you're a real estate broker the assumption is automatically that you you know go and and sell houses and um or you tell them you're a commercial real estate broker and they think you do you know commercial properties but it's it's uh it's an education process to kind of let them know that we we're 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 the experts at both and we do everything, you know, we can go anywhere from ground up to and, and you know, building building products for them is in regards to homes or or offices. And we can evaluate other projects for them also that are already built and they're, they're making money or 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 not making money. Or if it's a personal home, we can evaluate what those what those properties are worth and help them make the right decisions on those. So how do you take these decisions? Like, do you have a thought process behind this? There is someone like you are uh like you are doing all these things you have a team like how do you take these decisions yes we have a team i have about four people on my team i have a personal assistant that handles a lot of the uh scheduling and 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 uh the relaying of tasks and also you know then she knows who works on what parts and so I have one person that's really focused on office. I have one person that's really focused on rentals. I have one person that's really focused on uh, the residential and investment. And so we kind of divert and, and and it's impossible to do it all yourself. So we it definitely requires a team effort to go do it. Yeah, it looks a hectic thing. Like 
there are a lot of things involved in it so are you uh doing interior designing for uh, as well like if someone is because you said you are doing everything <laughs> so yeah, are you doing you know, i don't i personally love it like interior design uh -huh. i do a little bit for myself and i'm i'm not that good at it so no <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> uh, i enjoy it I, I think it's fun i i get lots of you know tips from friends of mine and and what you know some of my friends are better at at interior design than i am but no i i i unless i'm an absolute expert at it i don't try to i don't try to add that as <laughs> So we do have uh, interior designers that we work with that we can, you know, reference to people. But uh, I've, I'm kind of spoiled in the manner that I get to go and see some of the most amazing homes and properties that they're out there, which is a, mm -hmm. which is great. And at the same time, it's kind of like uh, it's a, it's a, it's a con as well because once you see the, what's really, really nice, you don't want to accept anything that's less. And so <laughs> for yourself, it's kind of difficult to decide, you know, and, and, and with and stay within budget on interior design after you've seen so many wonderful things. Yeah, yeah, indeed. That's a difficult part. Yep. <laughs> so how technology uh, is performing its role in your business? So uh, as far as the technology is, I made a decision years ago to go um <clears throat> paperless so we're completely paperless we don't have any any documents we that we uh print i don't i don't own a printer and then the office doesn't even have a printer so uh we do everything on um ipads macbooks iphones you know th those type of devices and occasionally you know you want to be able to mark up a document old school with like a with a pen and a paper, and we just use that um, use the iPad and uh, and the Apple Pen to to draw on those documents that we can send to our creative, like our marketing company that we're working with right now. They you know produce newsletters for us or whatnot, and they and they they'll send them to us. And it's much more easier for me. I'm more a visual person. It's easier for me to just mark up a document than to try to describe what I want to, uh, and how I want it changed. And so I rely a lot on the on that to 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 progress it. We also have the uh, CRM system for our clients that we keep um, kind of keeps us on task. Also, lets us know what we do day in day out, keeping the calendar um, and making notes on each client and each project of what is um, important. And the next step, so that we never leave a client without a without a without a task um, without a task. Even at the end of a deal that we close, we we still have another task that we put on there. So every client of ours uh, has a task uh, attached to the to the CRM, and it may not be a task that has to be done today or tomorrow, but maybe three months down the road. But there's no clients that that that, uh, that are taskless uh, um, in our in our database. This is amazing. This is cool. Uh, like uh, being that much paperless, this is really cool. So, uh, what do what, what do you recommend? Like, uh, what are you? Let's say, what what are your three must have technologies when you are uh, going towards a paperless environment? Well, you need you need to be you need to have access to a hotspot. Hotspot is super important. I like to work from the beach or from the pool. <laughs> You know, from the from the type of places that aren't the most um, easy to get to, to get a Wi-Fi or something like this. So, 
typically we're in the office. I would say 90, 99% of the time we're in the office, but occasionally we get out and I need to have access and, uh, you know, having a phone, a phone that has a hotspot available, that's huge. Uh, for instance, yesterday I, I was at an open house for a client of ours, and while while people were kind of going through the home, um, I was able to do certain tasks that we needed to get done uh, being connected, and that was a, the huge help. Uh, the other, another two technologies that uh, that are really helpful, I guess, are mainly software is going to be the uh, the CRM system. Um, we've kind of we've we've not been historically super good at keeping it, but the past few months we've been really really good at it, and it's in in, in the efforts uh, show. The other thing um, is to automate some um, some some of the uh, tasks. So where when we get a listing, what happens next? You know where you get the certain agreements and what you know what happens with those agreements, and then what you know, automating the ordering of photographers to go take pictures of the property and then automating uh, somebody to write up a description of the property and a measure of the property and then put that all into the uh, multiple listing systems and having a lot of those processes automated or or uh, made more efficient has, has proven to be a really good uh, technology for us as well. Amazing. <laughs> so if you are using technology at, at this extent, are you are you getting help from AI and AR like artificial intelligence and augmented reality? So AR, not really. We've kind of played with it a little bit and kind of there's you know when you're doing interior design, I guess AR could be really helpful. I haven't figured out a way that AR is really helpful for us on the on the selling of no. properties front. Uh, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, if you would create visuals of, of developments before they come out, that could be kind of cool, but it, it would be a very high, probably very expensive and probably it'll take a lot of time rather than what's just readily available. Uh, currently, if it was fast and cheap, it would be, it would be, uh, probably used more often. And then AI, we've played with it quite a bit and we use it a little bit, but as much as everybody's like enamored with the AI and what it can do as an expert in the field, it's real. you know what, you know, it's not very good at what, at, at certain specifics. Like it may tell you something that, you know, maybe I'm not an expert at and like something about cooking. And I would look at it and I would think, Oh, wow, this is incredible. But if it was a, a five-star chef looking at it, they would say, you know what, this is really amateur and not really professional. So the same thing, like we even used it a couple of times to try to make descriptions of properties that would, uh, you know, that would uh, we'd put on Zillow or Redfin or, you know, that would sell. And the descriptions that come out are just really, really amateur and, and not not of the high, highest level of quality that we've been with. It's a good place to start. We like using it and maybe occasionally as a good place to start, especially if you're, you know, we're writing about something that has to do with real estate. It's a good place to like, you know, give me the five points of what most people are interested in, in, you know, hearing about wood floors. And so I'll list a couple of points and it gives me a good start where I can kind of go on and, and write my own stuff, but exclusively leading on AI. It's just as much as everybody believes it's awesome and that's what everybody's going to do. It's quite not there yet on a, on an expertise level. So in terms of real estate and getting in front of the right people, like what have 
you've done that has stood out? You mentioned kind of niching down, but just in general, like even like in the early days, like how were you able to get in front of like the right people to really grow and scale your business? You have to be you have to be really, really good at networking. You have to be not shy as to going up to people, introducing yourself and telling them, you know, what you do or how you can help them. That has never been an issue for me. I I I kind of look at people all as uh I don't look at people as strangers. I kind of look at people as friends I haven't met yet. And uh and I'm aggressive about it into the extent where I want to work with certain people. Uh, I'm going to go after it and, and, you know, sometimes they'll ask me, why do you want to work with me? I go, well, because I want everybody to know that you're, that I'm your real estate agent. So they'll get more clients because the, because of who you are or what, or what you, what you were, you know? So having a, having a good network, going to the right places, you know, doing the right things that are, that are centric for that, for, to grow the type of clientele that you want. And also, you know, surrounding yourself with those kind of people. If you want to be a you know a millionaire, you can't surround yourself with you know folks that work at Michael, you know, McDonald's or Jack in the Box or whatever. You gotta you gotta step it up and get in the right mind and likeness and 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 methods and um, activities that those people do. So in terms of networking, I guess like what specific activities did you do early on? Were you going to like networking events? Like how were you getting in front of those people like when you first started? So you go to like, you know, you, you look at the, the group, the groups of people that I work with are what I call the want groups and not the need groups. So if you need a house, you can go buy a house for two or three hundred thousand dollars and, and, and you're in it. The houses that I'm selling are, are you know, two million, five million, 30 million. Those are want houses. Right. So what are the what else do those people want? Those people want nice things like nice jewelries, nice cars, nice watches, uh, art, you know, there's, there's certain pillars that, that um, the want groups surround themselves with. And that may be through philanthropy, that may be professional sports, it could be a number of things, uh, you know, high level uh, sporting, uh, certain type of sports also like, you know, you'd rather you, you'll meet more high level people playing tennis than baseball you know, and, or golf rather than whatever else. Right. So you, you go to the events, if there's like, a, like Rolls Royce may have a new car that's coming out and they're going to have a show. So you sign yourself up to be on their guest list. Uh, so that when you show up there, that's also people that are over there that are buying, you know, have the capability of buying those cars or, or the Rolex shop or whatever else. And you go to those events where those people are and you start, you know, introducing yourself and, and, uh, and meeting those people. Restaurants, events, you know, that kind of, that kind of deal, sporting games, all that, all that deal. Awesome. So do you only sell homes in Dallas? No, we do Miami as well. We're in DFW Metroplex right now. I'm this morning, actually started working with a client that's a, that's a Netflix celebrity. (laughs) They had said they were on one of the Netflix shows. They're one of these reality stars and they, they need, they want to buy a place up in, McKinney and Frisco, and so they—that's what I'm—I'm I'm helping them with uh, starting today. So, in terms of finding the right homes, like, what do you look for specifically in terms of like making sure that you know when you're all said and done that your clients are satisfied with the home that you help them find? Well, I mean, it really depends on the programming of what they what they what they're looking for. You have to really listen to your client. A lot of times, the clients, the people searching for homes, think they know what they want, but they really don't. 
So some people come in, they're like, oh, we want something super industrial. It's cool. And they want to live like Batman in a warehouse or all that kind of, you know, that, that, that kind of style. And you want, and, and the idea that they have in their mind is, you know, it's going to be really nice and great and everything. And then you start explaining to them that, you know, these old buildings, like we've, we've sold one house it was 10,000 square feet in a, in the middle of an industrial park that the guy converted into a home, you know, industrial parks have thin windows. It's not very energy efficient. There's not as much insulation. The, the, the amount of uh, work done to to remodel the place is is tremendous. Then you know you step outside and it's not, you know, there's not a lot of people there during during home hours, right? Because all the all you're in the middle of a industrial park. Then during the hours of the day, if you're at home, you hear all the noise from the manufacturing and from all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, you 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 explain that to somebody, and then they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's not exactly for. Us. So maybe we want something that's a a little bit more modern and an industrial feel, but something more of a, you know, of a home. And so we move people into that or put somebody that conversely, they want something super modern and you explain to them, you know, what, what really goes into what the idea behind modern design is. And then they scale it back to maybe more transitional than a full, full on modern. People think that the, each type of home, traditional, transitional, modern, is just move in and ready. And a lot of times in their head, they have an idea of what their lifestyle is going to be like. And it's a lot different than what reality is. Yeah. So is there something you wouldn't have done differently? Done differently? Yes. Uh, I kind of like where I'm at. I, I mean, I think that uh, there's no such thing as mistakes or doing things that are are bad. I think that every every step of the way of your journey is important and uh, the mistakes are just giving different nomenclatures and say instead of mistakes, they're just lessons. And that lesson is yeah. just what, what gets you to the next point of where, you're, where your passion is going to be. Yeah, if that's the case, then uh, there must be something crazy as you have done for your business. There must be something crazy, sorry? Something craziest, yeah. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've done for my business? yeah um wow i don't know <laughs> you know it, it, at some point it, 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 you do everything crazy and, and nothing seems crazy anymore right <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that's the baseline i know we, we try to think outside of the box we do we do a lot of a lot of stuff i mean we had i had a celebrity client one time that uh we offered a dinner with him and it was kind of unexpected and 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 it was uh being recorded while it was live and so that kind of threw out there and it was kind of funny i've given uh i've thrown uh i've offered uh, cars to go along with certain houses they've kind of looked like they should go with them i mean i don't know what you guys consider crazy it, it's we 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 do a number of different things you know some of the crazy yeah. things are, are pretty unspeakable of what we do and <laughs> <laughs> that's okay for me for me i, I think the craziest craziest thing you have done till now is going paperless like there will be very few businesses who are going paperless who are in fact, right at, right now they are paperless so that's the most difficult thing and you have achieved this congratulations for it <laughs> yeah i mean i i really we don't even we I, i don't remember the last time we bought a piece of paper or even carried a piece of paper even for our clients like I know some people bring folders with what they're going to go look at on the properties, everything. We don't do any of that. We, we, everything is digital. It's just much more efficient. And then you don't have so much trash and it just, it's, 
You're not looking for documents all the time. You have everything on the phone and just using the app, those uh, capabilities, it just makes a, it makes a huge difference in knowing that you have more firepower in your phone than, than you ever had in your office. So what are the top priorities for your business in the next three to six months? Marketing. Uh, the market is definitely changing. And so there's a lot less transactions happening. So in order to facilitate the same type of income that we've been used to, we need to generate more uh, clients to work with. Whereas, you know, one client, you know, in the over the past three years can spend, you know, let's say three to five million. Now they're spending a million. So we need to find three more clients to make up for that, uh, the disparity that we've had in the past. So what is the one biggest piece of advice that you would have told yourself that you know now that when you first started? I mean, it's the same advice that I tell everybody is not, is just keep active and keep being uh, motivated and don't be lazy and do nothing. When you're lazy and doing nothing and, and just out of focus, you're wasting really the only resource that you have, which is time. You think that you have all the time in the world and we still struggle with that all the time. You want to, you know, you're, you're working all day, you're on the phone and then you want to go and Google up, you know, something, a new car or, you know, a piece of furniture or some new treats for your dog or whatever it is. And to, you know, it's fine to go do that, but to do that on a separate set of time than than the time that's allotted for you during the day during business to where you can reach people to do business and 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 to monetize you're not going to monetize you know looking for you know snacks for your dog or the next vet or anything like that you need to use the time that's allotted uh during the regular business hours to to hunt for business so if we're going to have this conversation again in one year from now where do you expect things to go for your business I mean, I hope that we grow our team a lot bigger. I hope that we're going to have a, a lot more business in our in the in the Miami office that we're currently growing to, and um, that's it. We just want to grow and 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 doing the same thing we're doing, but grow into a much bigger team where I'll have more managers and more and more agents under me that that are doing more transactions. Right. So, if somebody wanted to reach out to you or your business, how can they find you and reach out to you? But we're everywhere. Um, we're even on TMZ. <laughs> um, we uh, the the best way is uh, to call us or to email us. And um, I don't know if you want me to mention that. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So it's Arthur Greenstein, and then uh, you know the phone number is two one four six zero seven thirty nine eighty eight. We also have an Instagram, which is the uh, Arthur underscore Greenstein. We also have another Instagram for the company. That's my direct Instagram, but the company's Instagram is Arthur Greenstein Group. And uh, if you Google just my name, you'll see there's a ton of, we have a ton of press and a ton of articles that are that are written. I actually write for D Magazine there for their real estate section for DCEO. And so there's, it's, there's a number of, it's easy to get a hold of us. <laughs> or you can email Arthur at ArthurGreenstein.com. Well, Arthur, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we can chat again in one year from now as you continue to grow and scale your business. Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. Thank you guys. Thanks for your Thank time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.